Hey, welcome to the Partnering Podcast, where we're talking about the joys and the challenges of partnering for the gospel in Ottawa, Canada. I'm one of the partners. My name's Dan. Hey, Matt. How are you? Hey, we're getting better at that intro. <laughs> how are you doing today? Well, anything, well, anything big happen this month? Oh, <laughs> lots of big things have happened this month. Uh, so yeah, so we did get married. Um, so thank you for all your prayers. Uh, came back from our honeymoon and... Uh, so that's been amazing. Obviously, some uh, some be adjustment, but uh, I have a gracious wife, and, uh, and things are moving along. So sweet, thank God for that. That's pretty cool. Yes. Totally yeah. enjoyed it. Where'd you go? Honeymoon? Uh, Perth, Perth, Ontario. Yeah. Perth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Big honeymoon destination that Perth, Ontario, right? Well, it was very, very difficult to, to, to figure all this kind of stuff out with COVID and everything else, and, and it was hard to reserve. Uh, so we got this beautiful Airbnb uh, right on the Tay River, and just an opportunity to spend a bit of time together and. Uh, it's away from everything. Fun yes. fact, you don't drive. <laughs> Fun fact, I don't drive. <laughs> Fun fact. So uh, trying to find a place where you, you, it was accessible. Yeah. By yeah. bike and yeah. things yeah. like that. Don't drive now. We'll drive, but don't drive. Oh, yeah. You're going to start pretty soon. Yeah. Nice. Do you have a, te- do you have a test date? Um, no. No, no. In the next week or two, I'll set one up. Pretty good. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Uh, Gene and I, we, we also took some time. We did a honeymoon. Mm. Do one every 10 years or so. It was our 20th anniversary, so we went up to the mountains, Banff and uh, Jasper, which we hadn't gone. That's beautiful, man. Yeah. So I know I put some posters on our pictures on Facebook and things. Um, recommendation, recommendation for anybody who's traveling or wants to travel. We had this app called Gypsy, Gypsy Guide, and uh, it was amazing. So it does GPS wherever you're driving, uh, it does GPS. So as you drive through a GPS point, it'll be like, Hey, coming up on your right, there's a, uh, a great lookout, but if you walk 100 feet further, you're going to get even a better view, or, or, or you go through another one and he says, hey, you got to make a decision. If you go right, you'll go into town and I'll show you where you can eat breakfast. If you go straight, you'll go to the tourist spot, or if you go, you know, if you go the other direction, well, and, and every time you cross a plane, I mean, it was literally like having a tour guide in your car for a week. Sure. I mean, I don't know how much it would cost to hire a tour guide to sit in my backseat mm-hmm. for a week, probably a lot. So it was 20 bucks for the entire Canadian Rockies and like Gina and I just threw all the guidebooks aside and, and just like woke up and said, all right, let's let this guy tell us what to do. And it was so worth it. So look it up, Gypsy Guide. Uh, they have a lot of stuff in the Western United States, Western Canada. They've got one or two uh, East Coast trips and then Hawaii. So I got to go to Hawaii just so I can use that app now. Maybe 30th anniversary. Give us 10 more years. So that was pretty cool. And then we're just both getting kind of back into things since we've been back. Sure. Back into the swing of things. So that's kind of what we're doing. Uh, my son got a job yeah. yesterday. Yes. That was pretty cool. I put yes. that. Yes. Yeah. So he's he's working hard. Uh, so that was good. He said it went well last night. So nice. that's good. good. Yeah. First first night becoming a man. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Totally. That is pretty cool. Hey, I got a, I got a, I got a, we always play this game, right? We're going to try to make this a quick podcast today, just update, but we still got to play our game, okay? But I hope you'll get this one really easy, okay? Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, one of this partner would be uh, a well-esteemed uh, Greek philosopher. Right. All right. Okay. All right, but there's partnership. Okay. Partnership, okay. Uh, neither one of these people were expected to excel in their field yet now have reached the climax of their profession. <laughs> I have no idea. 
<laughs> There's always a setup. You should get this of all of them. All right, all right, all right. One of the people in this partnership grew up in a 250 square foot apartment with five brothers. Okay. <laughs> Milwaukee Bucks. This is what we're talking about. Right? Yeah. Do you know who that? Do you, do you know their names? Um, I, I. Oh come on, you can do it. I, I, I can't. I can't. Yeah, the nickname. The nickname. Um, the Greek freak. The Greek freak. Yeah. All right, that was one of them. Yes. The Greek freak, Giannis Antetokounmpo, and we call him the Greek philosopher. He was getting pretty philosophical during the playoffs, uh, talking about how to be in the moment and things. Mm. You remember the other guy's name? I don't. Chris Middleton. Oh, okay, right. Yeah, Chris Middleton, sure. Giannis Antetokounmpo's, that's the other thing that I've been doing uh, since the game this month, has been way too absorbed in the Milwaukee Bucks championship run. Sure. Shout out to the Bucks, shout out to my Wisconsin friends, and uh, brought joy, and that is pretty cool. But uh, yeah, and uh, yeah, that, that partnership, they've been together for eight years, mm. neither one of them a high draft pick, mm. and uh, won 15 games their first year together, Yeah. and they won 16 games in this playoff run. Wow. So it's pretty cool. Amazing. But anyway, happy for the state of Wisconsin. Shout out to my uh, to my roots. So that was pretty cool. Sure. So anyway, That's so we've been together for like two years. We got we got six years to go, and we're gonna hit that championship apex. There you go. <laughs> That's okay. how it works. Would you would you be the the Giannis of this or the the Chris? So there's a big thing in this partnership. Just yes. to talk, like in, and I think this was really cool. So in the NBA, yeah. I'll teach you a little bit right here. Okay. So in the NBA. Uh, there's always this big thing about who's the alpha dog, right. as, as there is often when in, in partnerships, right? Sure. And so there was this thing in the playoffs about who's the Batman and who's the Robin between Chris and Giannis. Sure. Okay? Yeah. The great part about that is Chris and Giannis, neither one of them, they're both really well known for not having, they're, they're proud men, right? They're proud men. They take great pride in their craft, but there's a difference between being proud and having an ego. Sure. I would say neither one of those guys has an ego. And, and, yeah. and so Giannis dominates the whole game. Yeah. Chris comes in and he doesn't miss in the last five minutes. Sure. And so people are like, well, Chris is the closer, so he's got to be the alpha. And it's like, no, there's just no alpha. Their gifts complement one another so well. Sure. Right? Yeah. And so they don't have to have a tug of war. They don't have to have an ego sure. because they know their role and they, they, they excel in their role. So yeah. I think there is a good picture of, a, of how a partnership can work. 100%. Amen. So that's that's what I get from watching the Milwaukee yes. Bucks. <laughs>
uh, learned uh, in ministry is, is, is that once you have their heart and you're communicating that to them, there are some really strong forms uh, of, of discipleship that, that, that can and should take place. So, so we're taking that 60, 70 person gathering and, and we're, we're, we're meeting on Saturdays as well, separating them into men and women and men's and women's Bible studies and kind of marrying them with, you know, uh, so hopefully an equal amount of, of, of mature men and mature women with, with, with new believers. And the hope is in and through that Bible study will foster an idea of um, um, just model what it means to study the scriptures, to worship God in spirit and truth. And from there, the hope is that organically the, uh, the, the more mature women will connect with the younger uh, women in their faith and the, and, the, and the more mature men will connect with the, with, the, with the younger men in their faith and they can start to develop mentoring relationships because you know, our, our job is not to, uh, to to do it all. To do it all, our, yeah. job, our job is to equip others and, and just to, just to see the body of Christ thrive. So. Another cheer would be: uh, we've been trying ever since we started this. We had the vision of you know multiple churches around the city, church planning network, yeah. but that would be one network. That's why it's called the Ottawa City Church Network. Sure. And uh, we've just never been able to get the churches together. Um, every both times we've planned joint services, multi-church services, baptism yeah. services. Yeah. Both times we planned it this year. <laughs> Our province went into lockdown like the day before we were planning to do that, so we, we couldn't. Uh, so one big cheer is that uh, next week, or August 8th, we are planning a multi-church, everybody together, we might even bring some other friends in, and uh, and do a baptismal service for 15, 20 people. Uh, yeah, right? Like they were, they were preparing for it. So that's a huge yeah. cheer. Yeah. Just to get everybody together, it is awesome to see that it's beyond just like, particularly my church, because mine is the smaller, kind of more house church model, like to see that we're part of something bigger than ourselves, like just our little small group, I think would be really cool. Actually, Dad's been kind of modest. Uh, right now, the count could be up to 28 people. We actually just been speaking with one of our partners out west who are flying in uh, with their kids, um, uh, and, 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 and two of their, their, their children are actually going to be baptized at that service oh, wow. as well. So it'll be, uh, we're having, um, it, it'll be a whole day where, where we're, at the river so there'll be that 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 picture of of, of baptism that 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 whole um although it doesn't need to be done this way it's great that it can be done this way because it can actually be, we can actually be honoring people in their commitment to christ and at the same time they can realize that, that that we are accepting them into our into our family and that we're moving forward it's just a really cool i think getting them on a neutral ground like out of the yeah. park like dundonald park yeah. is dundonald park it yeah. right like it's an urban park it's the you know, we, we've talked about before, it's Crackhead Park, they tell that, you know, op-eds in the newspaper are being written about it. And I do think, like, just getting everybody just out of there into a neutral ground, and uh, and we're going to Vincent Massey, and it's a beautiful park, there's a beautiful river, it's a beautiful place to do baptisms, I've done like 20 or so there already through OCBC, my, my previous church. So I think that's going to be the coolest part, is just getting them kind of out of their element, seeing how those relationships change. Sure. You know, making sure they're not also bringing stuff onto the bus. So, sure. you know, uh, keeping sober the day. I think that'd be a good idea. Totally. So we're renting a school bus. <laughs> uh, 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 we're having dad's going to go there about eight thirty in the morning just to reserve the spot because the city won't uh, won't give us the the the. Uh, they're not making reservations for, for a permit. Yes. So so we're going to reserve a spot and then we're going to have people there. They're going to be praying. We're going to arrive about one o'clock. Baptisms will go on. They'll have a big feast and, and just a real opportunity to, to, to pray with people and to fellowship with them, to let them know, yeah, that, that we are part of a family, that and, and that, that family is is, is 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 united in heaven. Uh, so, so whether we're in the park or we're, the, or we're in a different park or in our house, we're at anywhere that that it, it's a spiritual connection that we're, that we're really trying to make. So. Yeah. Sweet. Uh, any other? Well, I, I guess the cheer. I wanted to ask you about a little bit, because you can explain more to me. But like, you, we've been 
doing some connection with the broader community and some potential things that we'd like people to pray about with us and uh, and kind of understand a little bit more. So what what are some of the conversations you've had regarding that? Um, so so yeah, so having reaching out to so so the 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 idea behind behind this is it, it, the, the, my ministry philosophy would be I think our ministry philosophy would be but but would, would be uh, uh, when we have the privilege of going and sharing the gospel and somebody says yes and amen um, at that point in time in a sense they become our child um, and and, uh, and 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 we are responsible for in, in many ways raising them spiritually uh, doesn't mean that we're doing everything doesn't uh, doesn't mean that there's not a choice on both sides you know what I mean I've failed many times in my past both as a child being raised and as a parent raising children. So, so, so it's, 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 it's not so much that, but principally speaking, we, we just do the best that we possibly can. And I think that that is, uh, that is what we're attempting to do. So part of that process is, is as, as we're uh, celebrating with them and being there and befriending and loving people um, and, 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 and coming alongside them so that they can grow and, and change in their faith and realize that, that there is an aspect of love that's there. Um, it's how do we then provide the practical uh, uh, support necessary for somebody that is either um, uh, living in a rooming house that is infested with with, with drugs and and and, um, and uh, uh, rats, know, rats and whatever violence or, or, or living in a park or living in a shelter or, or whatever the case or may unsafe be. unsafe households unsafe households so so how do we at that point in time uh, uh, help to bring them forward uh, into, into something else so what we're doing is we're putting a whole bunch of support structures in place uh, uh, we're, we're going to be launching a celebrate recovery ministry about 200 yards from the park uh, that'll be launched right after Labor Day weekend so that, that'll be a tangible way that people who if, if they really want to change their lives and get off drugs or alcohol then it's time to put your money where your mouth is and and this will be there and we'll be working with you but there will be no yeah I want to but there's nothing to help me no that'll be in place Another aspect of that is we're, we're looking at and working with various housing organizations and people within our church that are connected with housing organizations to help people find, if they're interested, safer housing and better, better environments. Um, a third aspect to that is, is, is we're also looking at, at, at a furniture program and mm -hmm. a job program. So some of the conversations I had this week uh, uh, were, were with, with a... Uh, um, so restaurant, well, a restaurateur who's who has an entrepreneurial spirit um, and is well known in the city and uh, and, and is successful in the city, and um, and we're gonna he wants to start moving forward with an idea of, of getting restaurants together, and after their Saturday rush, um, donating the food um, for our Sunday morning service. So so working in partnership and giving back that way, reciprocally, uh, we're looking at up at opportunities to also provide people who wants to change their lives, their first job. So we can get a job in the dish pit, move, into, move, move to veg prep from there, become a cook, then potentially a manager. So you can move yourself up within some of these more established restaurants. They're gonna break down some of the walls that would uh, that, that would typically inhibit somebody coming from this lifestyle and say, no, we're gonna walk beside you. So that's happening. Another aspect that we'd like, really love your prayers into is, uh, prayers about is an opportunity potentially down the road to invest in commercial real estate and turn it into affordable housing. Uh, uh, there's some government programs that, uh, that, that potentially will be being rolled out shortly uh, that, that could provide that opportunity in a way that would make sense. Mm. Uh, we don't have the money for it, we don't have anything, but we have the heart and if we could partner with various stakeholders that do have that to help the vulnerable community, that would be an amazing thing as well. Yeah, housing, we've been doing this since last year and housing has been if you don't have housing, it's it's hard to get out of that downward spiral, and, and we've seen that again and again and again. And, and sometimes, like people who are taking steps forward, 
uh, yet they go back into the shelter and they go back into the life. And yeah, it, that's sad. In fact, if uh, some of you guys can pray for a guy, I'm just going to call him G. If you guys can pray for G, he's one of those guys. He, he had housing for a month, he lost his housing, he was back in the shelter, and then he went back into addiction and things like that. And so if you can pray for G, uh, that'd be wonderful. I mean, you've, you've got probably a handful of people that are in that same boat, right? For sure. Yeah. 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 Um, uh, yeah, that's awesome. So those are those are long-term things, obviously, long-term structures and, and, and things, opportunities that we just pray right now, pray about those uh, housing, jobs, um, addictions, recovery, uh, huge. Um, I got a cheer. I'll do a cheer. Sure. I'll do a cheer. I'll do a very practical cheer of, of just a snapshot. Uh, two, two snapshots. Do you mind if I tell two stories? No. Sure. Yeah. Maybe two and a half. But uh, our, with Connecting Streams, we, we have a Bridges program uh, the, through the MET. So the MET, it's actually the MET's program. Connecting Streams supports it. But uh, through COVID, we've changed it into a street outreach. And just cool, two cool stories from last week was one team went out, and uh, we were all trained in how to give uh, Nalazone. Uh, naloxone. Naloxone. I don't know how to say it, but you know, we're all trained to give naloxone. And if you don't know, naloxone is basically, I, I described it to my daughter as the antidote. If somebody's like, <laughs> if somebody's like ODing on, opi on opioids, right? It's the antidote. Yeah. So um, our team actually, apparently we have, we have a nurse and a doctor on our team. Um, and, uh, and they actually encountered a person who was, uh, who was in really bad shape and uh, administered the naloxone. Naloxone. And, uh, and called 911, and that was that was pretty cool. And then while they were doing that, well, half the team was doing that. Our other guy, our team leader, uh, name is Isaac. He actually spent a good two hours talking to this lady, and she was literally what she said was, she goes, "I was praying today that her, I, that that God would send me a religious person to talk to." Mm. That was <laughs> like, and that's exactly how she said it. Like I was praying that God would send me a religious person to talk to. So when Isaac went up there and said, "Hey, you know, I'd love to chat with you about about Jesus," she was like. I've been praying for you. And it was one of those things where after two hours, he, he had gone through the whole, you know, the good news about Jesus. And uh, and actually she, she she said, I want that. And she prayed and uh, we're hoping to meet her. Hopefully she's coming to our church on Sunday. Great. Um, so that was that was really, really cool. Another, uh, so that was story A. Story B would be um, a girl from Matt's uh, that we met through the ministry of the park. In fact, we met this woman the first the first day, we, or maybe the second day, we were really like in there at the park. Sure. And it's a funny story. Like, she and her cohort were very, very drunk. And uh, she thought Matt was cute, I believe. And uh, I think that's part of it. Yeah, because she was like, come over here and tell me about Jesus. Come over here. And then she was just drunk out of her mind. And, um, and so Matt, Matt tried to share his testimony. And they were just, just catcalling him. And they were just like really mocking him. And uh, at one point, um, at one point, he said something about Jesus being God, and uh, they, a number of that group was from a from a, a Muslim background, and, and uh, that agitated them, and particularly her. And uh, she she has since come to faith. One of the, the first to come to faith, although she's she's got a lot of just instability in her life. But one huge praise is that. Um, so last week, uh, or actually just this last Tuesday, she's entered into. A, a treatment center at the Royal Ottawa for for alcohol alcoholism, and uh, so we just want to pray for her. If you want to give her a name, give her name Amy. Sure, call her Amy, and uh, pray for Amy and pray for her as she's in this treatment. Pray for her as she she does. She has a desire in her to to grow in her faith, to be baptized, and uh, and we just continually pray for her that as she you know deals with kind of her demons of alcoholism that. Uh, that yeah, she that will uh, solidify her actually walk up discipleship as well.
that'd be pretty cool. But anyway, we, we both, and, and both the two of us, our wives and others have really poured a lot into this woman. So we're excited to see her kind of take that journey of, of recovery. So that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Any other cheer? That's good for cheers. Challenges? Um, yeah, no, no. Um, uh, <laughs> just a, a prayer request. Uh, uh, we, we might have an opportunity to, uh, to, to respond to an article in the CBC, oh, yeah. by the CBC and the Ottawa Citizen. Um, uh, with regards to um, th there's an article that was written that, was, that kind of highlighted the negativity that was that was going on in the Donald Park area, um, but also um, um, made a clarion call that, that we need help and resources. So um, so we're working with a guy, um, a, a communications person, um, who suggested writing an op-ed explaining some of the tangible ways, the practical ways in which uh, our church has come alongside. Um, it's, 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 a, it's a unique church. Um, it's not just a church that's, that, that's saying you must believe or, or repent. We're not preaching at people from top down, but we're also not coming alongside and saying and saying and saying that there isn't a, an area of personal responsibility. There isn't a heart issue that needs to be changed. But we're um, and, and helping their practical needs. So we're we're, we're coming alongside and saying yeah. The heart of the problem is that the heart is a problem, and, um, and, and and that our hearts need to be changed. So that aspect is there, but from there we're with you every step of the way. So we so we're just trying to 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 bridge that gap between between a sort of a a a, a pious preaching of the gospel, um and uh, and uh, or you know that, that doesn't um, meet the practical needs and or that that social gospel that doesn't talk about um, issues within the heart, um, so. Our hope is that, that this article could potentially um, uh, shed some light as to, to, to what we believe, sort of, you know, Book of James Christianity would look like. I'll show mm -hmm. you my faith by my works. Mm -hmm. um, and um, and, and, and that, that we could gain some support and, and that those, those that potentially are, are have a negative view of, Christ, of Christianity could, could appreciate the works that are being done. And, and those who have a high view of Christianity can, can, can realize that there is a response that needs to happen, that we need to sort of get out of the seats into the streets and we need to be doing the work as well so uh so we hope to get that article and also just pray for us that we can remain faithful faithful in our own call faithful in our own lives with our own families faithful in, in what we're doing because it, it all starts there that we have to 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 to, to be in line with the lord um, as we move forward so. yeah and uh you met that guy okay? the guy who there was a guy who's like doing a petition uh for like you met that guy. You told me. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, oh, yeah, yeah. No, no. We're fighting things on so many different levels. So, so we have, we have, we have the community that's half for us, half against. We love what you're doing, but we just don't want it in our backyard. Uh, uh, we have uh, uh, some communications people that that, that that have legitimate credentials. That are former editors of major newspapers that, that are that are coming alongside and saying, "Yeah, we're with you." The Christians are saying, "We're with you." And last week we met the guy who who who's come from the city, and he just came up and, and, and essentially shook my hand and said, "We really appreciate what you guys are doing here, and however we can work together." So that's I mean, great. That's just God's favor. Yeah. I got a big cheer. I forgot to mention. Uh, big cheer was we mentioned last month on the podcast we were doing a, a month basically where we were trying to get Matt uh, off the ground so that he, he could begin taking salary as uh, particularly as he got married and setting up his household. He, and uh, we put uh, God and God through our denomination gave us a pretty lofty goal that I had no idea if, uh, you know, honestly, when they, they said what the goal was, we were trying to raise $35,000 a month. So we would have a cushion of about three or four months ahead of us so that, that he could start uh, doing, yeah, doing his work. And um, I had never done anything like that before. I had really, honestly, had no idea uh, where we go. But thankfully, uh, through our through our friends and our sports systems, and even some people that had been strangers to us, and then came and got to know us and our ministry through that time, 
uh, but praise the Lord, we actually we actually met and exceeded that uh, that goal, that initial goal. And uh, so Matt's uh, Matt's uh, Matt's doing well. We're doing well. And uh, so that's actually a big thank you to everybody who prayed and everybody who supported. We are still like the challenge with that is, um, yeah, it's interesting. Uh, we as missionaries, you know. Uh, one of the things, so we, we work for two different organizations. One is Power to Change, one is through our denomination, the Evangelical Free Church of Canada. And they have different standards and thoughts about raising support. But um, so on the one hand, there's a philosophy of like, we should have be fully 100% supported. Um, our denomination doesn't require that. It just like if there's, if we have the ability to, to, to do it, we can do it. Um, and so we but but our other organization would like us to be close to 100 percent but it just doesn't work in our context like we're we would hope to be at about 50 percent if we're about 50 percent with our monthly support coming in and then 50 percent would be monthly gifts and things so uh that's what kind of like our my new goal like our new goal would be is to get there we are at about 25 percent monthly supported right now which makes sense because that's just kind of where we're at so that's it's kind of where the challenge is and we're trusting the Lord for that and uh but yeah, no, we're doing well. And uh, but what an amazing kind of faith building month that was. <laughs> really, it was. It, it really is, uh, you know, doing this sort of thing. Um, I mean, one of the things that, like I said, like I've been a pastor here in the city for 12 years, still being supported through the generosity of God's people, but in a very different way than a, than a faith missionary is. And so like it, it is very, it's a very different thing to uh, be directly supported by people who are interested in your ministry, interested to see what God's doing, uh, who are just supportive of you personally. So we, we definitely uh, shout out and give thanks. Yeah, no, thank you to everybody who, uh, who who didn't necessarily know me, but uh, but, but but knew Dan or knew of what we were doing, and just thank you for getting to know me, and thank you for just being 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 uh, sort of um, submissive to what God's doing in your lives and in your hearts. Um, uh, for those who, uh, and most of you do know this, uh, we, we take a, a meager salary. So, so, so it's not like, hey, 35,000, let's go, go uh, do anything. Essentially enough to, to live on. Um, and we're, we're doing this work for, you know, a, a year, year and a half prior to this uh, uh, free of charge, because it's not about money. It's about just being obedient to God and just, just doing what, what we believe uh, God's called us to. Um, but the, uh, the the ministry expenses on top of that is are, 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 are what are helpful because while we now have enough to live, uh, we can also bless the community and actually do the work God's calls to. And there are, there are going to be bigger things down the road uh, that, that as God does that potential housing opportunities for people and stuff like that. It'll all be under the nonprofit thing. But it's just being able to partner with God and partner with you guys in the midst of this is just uh, it's, great. it's amazing. It is faith building. You know? Quickly, let's do uh, some challenges. Sure. <laughs> Did you have any challenges this month? Um, Everything's easy. No, 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 no. The, the challenges are. I always... have tons. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, um, why don't you go first then? Uh, I'll just... <laughs> go first. Uh, yeah, no. I, I think some of the challenges over the last couple of months, like our personal house church, uh, had a challenge. Like we. We had, we've had a lot of turnover over this last year, pretty much the people who started with us feeling called now to different things or the lockdowns for some reason. Um, so we actually were at a point last, or about a month and a half ago, we were kind of like, are we still making an impact? Does it still matter what we're doing? And Or should we just like shut this down and then go help Matt at, at what's happening in the park? And our, our, we were down to about four or five people, but they all kind of said, no, this, this is meaningful to us. And so we said, okay, well, that's what we're going to do, even if there's four of us. And uh, 
And actually, since then, we've seen um, we've actually seen quite a bit of newcomers come in, and some people who want to join and, and stand with us, and that was really encouraging. Um, and we are meeting people in. We have a, we have a good mix right now of um, like more mature people, um, uh, and some some not people who are not yet identifying themselves as Christians. And then we do have a couple people who have more, um, you know, more more ongoing personal issues in their life, and that's been some of the challenge. Is like I'm so thankful that we have other people now in our church who who have been ministering to the people who have those significant needs and, and challenges. But it's hard not to get overwhelmed by them, whether it's you know we talked about G, our friend G, whether it's um, a married couple going through severe struggles, um, and it yeah it. Uh, honestly, like there are times I've said this a whole year and a half where pastoring a church of 10 people is just as hard as pastoring a church of 100. Like it, it really is. And, sure. and um, just kind of because you want to be there for them, right? There's there's only a few people to focus on. and um, But but also like the type of ministry we do, we we have a number of people who have, who, who have strong personal issues in their life. And so it's just trying to find that balance of not being uh, of being helpful, not overwhelming, and also like helping them to stand on their own feet. And as you know, like it it can get. Uh, we had, we had talked at Bridges last week about what about what do you do about discouragement, both for the person when they say like, "Man, this is hopeless, and I don't have hope anymore." And I said, "Man, I, I said, yeah, I struggle with that as a pastor. Like, is is Christ really transforming these people's lives? And uh, it's it's a lot of." two steps forward, three steps back, and those sorts of things. So, I mean, one of the things I try to encourage myself on, and I have to, and I try to encourage, I try to encourage our team was, man, Paul said this, if our hope in Christ is for, for this world only, we are to be people most pitied, right? Because quite often, like, we do have those periods of victory and seeing God, God do some amazing transformative work, and then we see we're working with people with addictions or with significant mental health issues, and we just see... We just see the steps backward, and you know my 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 hope is that we're not saved. We are not saved by by our obedience. You know we are hopefully sanctified, right? But but ultimately, like I do believe that God's grace is great and strong enough to save us, even when we, you know, particularly God when we're when we're in our addictions and our things. So like I want to see freedom and I want to see transformation, and I pray that for our church. And I pray that for our people. But man, I long for heaven. That's why we finish every single church service, every single one, raising the cup and saying, Maranatha, come Lord quickly. Because it's not, it's our king, we pray your kingdom come and your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So we recognize that there's a future kingdom to come. We, we pray it breaks in as much as it can. But uh, but man, we, we still have to look forward to that, that, that eternal hope. Amen. And to... Um, to from our perspective, just to comment on that, as somebody who, even as a Christian, who, well, who as a Christian was unstable for a long time, was, was, was gifted, was, was, was doing what God called, but was walking back and forth and caused great harm in people's lives. People such as yourself, you know, all, all, all the previous people who, who have been in my life, all, I can say that, that, that by being faithful to God in the midst of this and just uh, in and out of season, just, just, just preaching and being there, being obedient to what he's done, those seeds were still being planted in my heart. And at the right time, when God just brought those to life, none of that was ever wasted.
against it. So, so this is what, to your point, mm -hmm. what, 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 uh, what, what, what motivates me. Our challenges are from within or without. So with a larger congregation now, we still have wolves from within, that two or three people that, that, uh, that, that are offended by what we've done uh, and or, or by you know, a lack of being able to spend the time that they would have liked with them that, 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 that come uh, against us or start speaking out. Um, there's nothing. We, we can do uh, the, the with, with that I mean essentially God's moving us forward in a very unified way and and, and, and I, I sense God's favor and God's blessing in, in and amongst that uh, but we have to be uh, as a as somebody who's pastoring this church I have to be just my eyes focused on God in the midst of this because you know what I'm gonna I'm gonna make mistakes all the time I've made tons of mistakes and the same principle is true that they think that God is the one in his timing that brings us and matures us and does what we don't what does what's necessary in our lives and as we as much as depends on us um, and this brings me great encouragement just can keep focused keep surrendered keep there and allow God to do the rest if I can just do my small little part just being that glove on his hand then, then, then I can move forward. That way, the, the hope, the the uh, the desire, the impetus comes from him. The, the 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 strength comes from him in the midst of it. So, and he gets the glory. It's not about us. Well, that's just we'll just maybe tie up our, everything here sure. to say like that's why we do this together. That's why we. That's why you're you know people who are listening, reading our support letters and things like that. Like that's important that you're praying for us. But it's why we do this together. It's why we call it the partnering podcast because one of the, the things is it says in Galatians like. Bear each other's burdens, but then it says in the next verse, "For each will have to bear bear his own load," and that's kind of what we're doing. We're, we're we each have our own cheers and challenges that we that we that we're all we're all carrying, right? But but man, like I couldn't do this without you. I don't. I hope you can do it without me. But like you, like we and we speak into each other's lives and we encourage each other when we're down and we, we spur each other on and, and you know and 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 yeah, and that's that's the point of this this body that Christ has called us into is that we don't have to bear it all by ourselves. There's some that we carry yeah. for sure, but we don't, we don't bear it alone. So. Yeah. And we, we thank you guys for listening and uh, for bearing some of those burdens with us. I pray that, you know, as, uh, as you heard a little bit more uh, behind the scenes that maybe you know how to pray for us better. Uh, maybe there's some things that we said here that you say, Hey man, that, that inspires me to um to either to do something in your local where, where you're at or even reach out to us and, and say hey man how can i partner with you guys that'd be that'd be awesome too so yeah i think i think that's about good right totally we're good all right cool well uh yeah i'll try to i'll try to put more more uh foresight into our into our little game next time but uh, <laughs> but you did good you got it this time well it took like three times so that was that was wonderful so yeah uh, god bless everybody have it have a great day Thank you.